Welcome back to the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. I'm Carl Brown. Everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or you can share consolation with others. Today's episode is about praying prayers of thanksgiving. This is the third episode in a series of five about different types of prayer, and I'm looking forward to sharing this episode with you. This episode is sponsored by Our Lady of Kibeho. Kibeho, Rwanda was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of Our Blessed Mother, where she predicted the genocide of 1994, 10 years before it happened, and she asked us to pray the rosary every day because the warning that she gave to Rwanda was the warning for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day as she asked, or will you one day regret not having done enough to prevent what she warned us about? And as a bonus, the first seven episodes of this podcast are full versions of the Seven Sars Rosary. There are seven sets of Seven Sars Rosaries with different intentions and reflections. And as I talk about prayer, let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Lord, you send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Lord, help me to say only the things you want me to say. Make me forget the things you want me to not say. Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're talking about thanksgiving today. We're talking about giving thanks. Why? Because God deserves our thanks. God deserves our praise and our adoration. And that's what we covered in the first episode in this series. But, but God deserves us just acknowledging his greatness and what he's done for us. A couple of the things that can really railroad your life are self-pity, resentment, anger, fear. Fewer things than those can railroad your life. Those are the poisons of the human experience. And gratitude is the antidote to all of those. Gratitude is the, is the antidote to anger. It's the, you can't be angry when you're grateful. Gratitude is the antidote to fear. You can't be afraid when you're thanking God for your very existence. Gratitude is the antidote to self-pity and resentment. Begin with gratitude. I say this to my kids a lot. Begin with gratitude. Even in the evening examine, prayer, we should begin with gratitude. Jesus did it. Jesus gave thanks to God the Father. In John eleven forty one. he said, I give you thanks, Almighty Father. In Luke 17, when Jesus healed the ten lepers and only one of them came back, he said, where are the other nine? The implication there is that we should give thanks to God. That's how that's him teaching us to be thankful. And at the feeding of the 5,000 and the 4,000, 4, Jesus raised his eyes to heaven, 
broke the bread, blessed it, and gave thanks. At the Last Supper, he broke the bread and gave thanks. Jesus gave us an example of giving thanks, and we should learn from his example. And I speak specifically right now to men. Men, every time you sit down to eat a meal that your wife prepared, first say grace with your kids. Teach them to pray. Preach, teach them to thank God for the meal. And then when you're done praying, and as you start eating, you take a first couple bites, thank your wife for making the dinner. This will give the example to your children of the importance of, of, of being grateful. Every time I say thank you to my wife for the food that she's pre prepared for us, all my children follow suit then and, and thank her as well. And I don't know what's more important for us as men, to thank our wives or to role model giving thanks to our wives. Those are, and if, and if we give thanks to our wives, how much more should we give thanks to God? I think about this, this little uh, parable, little story. It's not in scripture, but there was a man, a goldsmith, who fell in love with a woman who wanted to marry her. And as he was a goldsmith, he made a wedding ring for her. He made an engagement ring for her. And he labored over it. He, he spent his time and his money to purchase the gold, to, to forge it and form it the way he wanted. He proposed to this woman. She accepted the ring. She said, wow, this is a beautiful ring. Thank you. She took the ring and she left him. Imagine the arrogance of accepting an engagement ring without giving thanks, without then you know, if you're going to take the ring, you're supposed to get married, right? Well, when we don't give thanks to God, that's what we're doing. We're saying, we'll take this engagement ring you gave us, but we're not going to thank you for it. We're not going to say yes. Gratitude is so key. It's the beginning of that relationship that leads to adoration and can, and can also take the form of supplication and, and contrition. Those are the other episodes in the series. Gratitude is so important. The only reason I started with adoration is because it starts with the letter A, and, and it forms the, the mnemonic of ACTS, Acts. Adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, supplication. But thanksgiving is preeminent among the prayers that we should be offering to God. And the example, or the proof of that, is that our worship itself is called thanksgiving. The Eucharist, the word Eucharist is Greek, and it means thanksgiving. That's how important thanksgiving is as a prayer. There are several examples of psalms that are great prayers of thanksgiving. And as a reminder, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, the importance of the Psalms. The Psalms are the prayer book for us. 
The Psalms are placed in every single Mass. That's how important they are. There's a Gospel reading at every Mass, but there's not always a Gospel reading from the Gospel of Matthew or Mark, but there's always a Psalm in every liturgy. That's how important it is. And here are four examples of great Psalms of Thanksgiving. Psalm 34, Psalm 92, Psalm 100, and Psalm 118. When my kids were younger, they started to include the Psalms in our evening prayers as a way to memorize them. And here are a couple that we memorized, and I'm so glad we did because now they're in my mind for forever. Psalm 92. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness throughout the night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I shout for joy. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. The stupid man cannot know, the fool cannot understand this, that though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. It goes on for a few more verses. I won't read them all to you. Suffice it to say, Psalm 92 is a great example of a prayer of thanksgiving. And it's worth memorizing. I just read the ESV version. The NAB version is, is worth memorizing as well. It's really refreshing when you are at Mass and you realize that the responsorial psalm is one that you have memorized. It's, it's, really, it's really a great thing. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. That's Psalm 100. It's only five verses long. It's worth memorizing. And just like adoration, thanksgiving is something that we can be doing to, in our prayer to God for all eternity. Thanksgiving is something that we, we offer to friends. Therefore, we should offer it to God. Thanksgiving is a way to remind us of our humility. Thanksgiving is a way for us to be detached from material goods because we can re recall that we are not the reason that we have all the blessings that we have. The only reason we have them is because of God. Thanksgiving reminds us of that. Thanksgiving puts us in our place. It is only through Thanksgiving that we can then practice the corporal works of mercy. It's only through Thanksgiving that we can love our neighbor. Because we can't love our neighbor 
if we don't first have gratitude to God for all the blessings in our life. And Jesus taught us how to be thankful through his actions. The Psalms give us examples of, of prayers of thanksgiving. And we want to we treat God the way we want to be treated. We want to be thanked for the good that we do. So why not give thanks to God? Giving thanks to God should be a preeminent thing. It should be the first thought of our day, not just praise or adoration, but Thanksgiving, in, for me, Thanksgiving pre precedes prayers of praise. The prayers of Thanksgiving are so important. I'm Carl Brown. This is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. After all, everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? Send me your prayer requests at Carl and EverybodySuffers.com. I look forward to sharing with you the next episode, which is prayers of supplication or prayers of petition when we ask God for things. And I also want to remind you that of the importance of the seven sorrows rosary as a prayer. Through Mary's intercession, we can experience peace in our families, find insights from the Holy Spirit, experience consolation. Mary can be with us in our sorrows and in our work. Through praying the seven sorrows rosary, we can receive answers to our prayers, experience protection from the enemy of our soul, and experience Mary's assistance at the hour of our death. So pray the seven sorrows rosary every day. I'm Carl Brown. God bless you. Have a great day.